Welcome back to another episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy, G Swizz. Joined by me is my broxy, Jokesy Worsley. How are we doing, Jokesy? Doing good in the Florida sunshine. Yeah. Hawaii's chosen one. And in the state of Hawaii himself, Micah Ma. How are we doing, Micah? What's up, boys? The local. The local kind. How long are you here for? Till Friday. Yeah. Well, we're not going to see each other because we are. I'm going to stay in the bubble. And I'm dedicated to that. We got NCAAs. For those of you fans out there of Hawaii men's football, you're like, Gage, how did how how did you guys so poorly, horribly fumble the bag? UCSD semifinal night. Flip of the Big it West. and tumble it. Oh no no, you want you don't want to flip no, you want to flip it and tumble it. We fumbled it, bro. They gave us the beat. We did not ride it like a jet ski. Let me just say that. Okay. Basically, what happened? Let me give you. I'm usually I take forever on these stories. I like to give you incredibly details, but I'm not gonna. I'm going to give you guys saw basically what happened that night. I'm going to tell you what happened. Basically, I'm going to be honest with you guys. We go out there. We act like a bunch of bitches. We go out there thinking we're hot. I'm sorry, Dad. I know I had promised I'd stop. I wouldn't swear as much on the show. But this this, this requires a, little, a few swear words. Yeah, we go out there. We act like, you know, that we got this in the bag. You know, we weren't even, like, we, we were thinking about the next night already. It was clear. You saw us out there. Then when we get all flustered, we act like a bunch of individuals. You don't bring it together. Personally, I did not play well. I did not do a great job of keeping our team together because I'm not. I don't want to say I'm the glue, but I'm. I'm usually the guy bringing everyone together, keeping everything like that. And Mike, you bring up a good point. When we talked about it earlier. It's like maybe in that moment they didn't need as much hype, but they needed more calmness and coming together. And that's one thing that I think I knew needed to do a better job of. Now you might be wondering, what is the mind of Hawaii football right now? They lose confidence or they like this? I hope teams think we're injured. And I hope teams think we're down. But truly, we're just pissed off now. And we are, practices are looking a lot better. Um, obviously, we can say whatever we want, but we got to go out there and show it. At first, you know, I remember, I remember, like, when you lose that game, you're like, the first thing, I'm, I was so mad. I was like, I was, I'm going to say the PG version of this. What happened was basically, I remember the first thing you're like, like screw those guys, F those guys, like UCSD. Because after you lost, there's no fans, so it's all quiet. So they're out in the middle, they're in the circle stretching, we're in a circle stretching, and their side is loud as hell, like, oh my God, we did it, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing you think is like, F those guys, right? But then after you think about it, like, like, who, like you point the finger at yourself, you know what I'm saying? You can't like, you can't go look at those. But after a while, you're like, man, a reflection is like, like, that was on us, like that was like, you can't blame on ECSD. They played a great game. We did not step up when we needed to. Um, we'll be much better when it comes to the NCAA tournament. But, yeah, that was the worst part. It was, like, quiet afterwards. And then uh, so you could hear everything that was saying, and they were, like, yelling for the next, like, ten minutes. It was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> and I was just heated. I had a towel over me because I knew I was going to drop some major colorful language, and the president of the university was right behind me. Anyway, that's what happened at UCSD. That's in the past. We've lived. We've learned. NCAAs, here we come. Boys, this is not a solo dolo episode. We're almost a dolos. We got the. <laughs> I love saying that word, dolos. <laughs> we got the Gabriella Curry. I don't know if that's her full name. I'm just going to. Her name, I think it's Gabby. I'm not sure. Joe, what is it? Gabrielle. Gabrielle, not Gabrielle. Gabrielle Curry. Recent national champion on the show. Not just that, but a libero. Another swag. We don't get much liberos on here. Mad love to all the liberos that we got, and I think Gabby might be our first one. She's hopping on the show. She's talking about the national championship, the drama with Texas, the media stuff with Texas. There was more champ. media stuff? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, Lord. Yeah, well, not media, but it was just like, I don't know. 
I guess Texas is kind of the pretty girls. I want to have Jenna Gabriel on and talk about that next. Next, but we have we have the Gabby Kerr. She's a natty champ. That, that's what we want right now, though. You know what I'm saying? So please welcome on the natty champ herself, Gabby Curry. We are now joined here by Gabby Curry, recent NCAA champion, three-time SEC Libero of the Year, and the biggest of them all, OS Trivia Champion, Gabby. We are so glad to have you on today. Uh, I'm honored. You guys are awesome. Let's do this. Gabby, we want to we wanna first bring up some controversy between us. So, <laughs> NCAA Championship Day, I get a text from Joe. Joe's like, you know what? We should make a TikTok. It's thinking, who's going to win the national championship? Texas versus Kentucky. I go, mm-hmm. you know what? I watched Texas dominate, who was thought to be the number one team. Dominate them in three sets. I was like, you know what? Against my better judgment, because Texas has been in the national championship, but usually don't get it done. I said, you know what? I think this could be Texas' year. I choose Texas. We put it on the TikTok. Joe chooses Texas. Uh, the man formerly known as Mike Amaha, who's not on the podcast for some odd, strange reason. We don't know where he is right now. Chose Kentucky <laughs> for the last four months he had. Didn't even watch a game, but he just knew. And then, not only were we wrong... You guys dominated them, and then we were publicly embarrassed by Gabby Curry here because she called us out on our TikTok, on our Instagram. Not only did she call us out, but she said, horns down, and added each one of us. That is petty, and I love it because you're the NCAA champion, and you can, ever do, you can do whatever the hell you want, Gabby. So mad respect for you. Mad respect for you. Thank you. Thank you. When I saw that, mm-hmm. I was hurt. Mm-hmm. I felt like we had a better connection than that. But you guys went off the rockers and chose them. I mean, come on. That's true. <laughs> and Rado. Rado. All three too. UH alums. Mm. Yeah, we deserve yeah. that. We definitely deserve that. I should have known better. I learned my lesson to go against because I'm be honest. I don't know the libero on Texas, but I know the libero on you. And I got to show my libero love to you, and I, and, I, and I can't be doing that again. So, so Thank you. I got to make sure that next time that ever happens, we show some love. But let's talk about the NCAA title game. Texas comes in. Right, big social media, biggest thing. They do a big thing on social media, so you can't. For those of you listening, Gabby's shaking her head right now, so she's probably got some some pent up anger that we want to talk about here. <laughs> you can't escape them. You can't escape them wherever you are. Right? They have a great social media team, and NCA reposts all their things, so you're seeing them everywhere. Right? So that's got to add some like fuel to your fire. I mean, to begin with, yeah. Yeah, to begin with. To again, to begin what with. Else? What else? I don't know. I I just have this thing where it's you're humble no matter what. You could be the best player in the freaking world, but you got to be humble, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're posting videos of us, you know, doing at the camera or uh, getting a kill, and I'm not gonna reenact anything, but mm-hmm. doing some very hey, it's me, all me. Mm-hmm. I just personally have a problem. And even when my team sometimes gets a little too rowdy and is like beating their chest, I'm like, ooh. Chill out. You know, like it's nothing against Texas, it's against the act, right? Oh. So uh I would not say, or I would say I was talking to the Libero uh, on Texas and she was just like, Gabby, it's like it's the media people, like they feed it. So obviously the girls are gonna go and show out for this yep. because they're being videoed and it's like, yeah, go do that. Where if I was on the team, I would be like, don't put your arms down. Like we got a match to win. You know, I don't know what you're doing. You might great kill, but let's move on. And you didn't do that alone, type deal. You know what I mean? That's true. No, I respect. Bad respect. No, I don't yeah. know. So Gabby, you're all great players. Seriously. 
No, they're they're great players. Gabby's theory now. Stay humble until you win, and then you can go roast <laughs> people on Instagram. <laughs> Horns down. Horns down. The <laughs> Sorry, Gage, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It was only on y'all's posts. Like, I would never just... I know, no, I know. No, Matter of respect, and you should have. And you should have, because you're the champ. We laughed. The we all laughed. They want, okay? Yeah. I want, I, all right, so second of all, I don't know if you heard, or this is the last thing about Texas social media. The thing that I knew when they were screwed, right? I don't know if you knew. I don't know if you heard about this, but at the beginning, you know how you guys introduce your teammates? Like, oh, this is blah, blah, and this is blah, blah, right? I know what um, you're and I, and, I know, and, I, and I know you know what I'm about to say, right? So the first time they showed that before the game, which they're supposed to, it got botched. It was like technical difficulties. So after that round, the second set, they literally, I remember I was watching it, and then Jenna Gabriel, who's a friend of the show, who we'll probably have on next week, and I'm gonna ask her this very same question. Goes, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if I should do the impersonation that I usually do. She's you just like, gotta do it now. You like, gotta do the impersonation. Like, she's like, hey, this is Texas volleyball. I'm gonna introduce the team. My name's J. Je- Actually, you already know who I am. And then she goes, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, this is not looking good. This is not looking good for Texas volleyball. And at that point, I knew the Kentucky Wildcats, the 2020 national champions. And it, and it just went that way. Because, yep, I mean. Exactly what you're about to say, too. Uh, the amount of texts I got that or got from just friends at home saying, yo, what's up with their team? Like, first of all, uh, after the first or second set, after the second set, really, their faces were just like, right. Yep. So in service, Eve, you could just see the fear in your eye, in their eyes. Gage, you know, service, oh, Eve yeah. is oh, yeah. all mental. Sometimes you're at that point where you're like, shoot, don't serve me, please. You know, some point. But you could look across the net and you could see that in their faces. And we were talking, like our coaches were talking to us. And they're like, look across the net. Like they don't want this. Or obviously they do, but like y'all want it more. Like they're on their heels. You, you just can see it in their presence. So I think that was kind of cool where they're usually super – uh, like, you know, and yeah, they do much of that. So, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, you could see it. I mean, and then you guys, just, I, the, the thing that I saw about you guys was like the steadiness of stuff. Like you guys were always in system, even Addison, obviously Madison's doing a great job. The back row, including yourself, of course, three-time SEC. Uh, first of all, did you get, I, I was looking, but did you get uh, All-American nods this year or no? Yeah, uh, third team. Jesus Christ. Who was first and second? There was no first, uh, and then uh, Wisconsin's Lovero. She's good. Don't get me wrong. So good. So good. That was uh, that's a toss up though. I don't know. And no Lovero on first team. Mad disrespect. I think. I'm gonna be honest. It, you know, it, when you're like talking about it when we're 27 or what, oh gosh, okay, 30, whatever. Uh, the people are like, oh, are you an All American? You're not saying, yeah, I was the third team though. You know, like that's you're just true. All American. So, that's true. And an Addy champ. And an Addy champ. Yeah. Dude, dude, so. that's, and so it was you, disrespect not to put you on the – the only re- – I never see this stuff except the AVB reposted it and they pop up on our For You on Out of System all the time, is that you weren't on the NCAA tournament team. I I was the most impressed by your play of all – but they didn't put any libero on, right? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. Or did I make a mistake? Okay. That's Haters, mad disrespect, but we'll take it. disrespect. Have you, have you, yeah, exactly. At that point, like – National, the national championship is way beyond anything else that could have happened. Um, have you heard of the libero diet? Mm. Have we gone over that with you? Is that something that, that, you, that you live by? You don't live – you've never heard of the libero diet? No. Gabby, you're killing me right now. You're killing me. It's, 
the libero diet is like is like the essential nutrients needed to perform uh, at an elite level at the libero position, right? So let me give you an example, right? I have 6 a.m. weights this morning, okay? It's currently 8.30 this morning. And I think to myself, it is 11.30 at night last night. And I think to myself, okay, I got to wake up at 5 p.m. or 5 a.m. What's going to fuel me? This is a true story that's happened last night. And I go and I'm like, I need some Mickey D's, right? So I go down to the Mickey D's at about 11.45, pull up, pull out the whip, get my Mickey D's app that I have on handy with the deals, right? I get a 10-piece chicken McNuggets, I get a large fry, and I get a medium Dr. Pepper along with a quarter pounder, all for $7 because I know how to finesse the system because I've done this so many times, okay? And and I always say this, and I and I woke up, and I was like, I probably got to throw up right now, but I didn't because when, I'm, when I feel my worst, that's when I'm at my best. The libero diet is meant to keep you grounded and fuel you as a libero and keep you moving uh, agile-like and explosive like in the libero position thoughts on the matter oh first of all i'm vegan so won't congratulations be, i won't be at mcdonald's um and second of all i think i would shit myself or crap myself oh, oh yeah all the time it's no, okay swear. It's, trust me we swear you all can time. you can say so maybe not um uh, but obviously it works for you and you're a baller so maybe i should sometimes right. sometimes i wake up shitting myself i'll be honest with you pretty <laughs> okay. often Pretty often. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Joe? Is there a setters? Yeah. No, there's Joe's super this healthy. Is started, this has started, I, I wouldn't say super healthy, but wait, compared to Gage, I look like like the cleanest eater ever. No, this started for, um, I think it was my yeah junior year, so a couple of years ago, my brother and the other libero, we, go, we had a uh, preseason tournament at USC. And we had to go to Denny's for some reason in the morning. Usually we have breakfast at the hotel, but for some reason it wasn't there. We go to Denny's and they each order two cheeseburgers, <laughs> milkshake, I think like chicken fingers and fries. And breakfast. our coach is like, what are you guys doing? They're like, then that's where it came from, the libero diet. They told them, this is the libero diet, coach. Yeah, that's what and I'm it's evolved. Like people are like, oh yeah, I eat really good. I'm like, so do I. I eat really good too. And they're like, they're like yeah, I eat like really well. I'm like, same. And they're like, yeah, I had like, I had like chicken and rice or whatever. Well, if you're vegan, you know, if you're better than us and, you know, you oh, eat something no. else, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, but for me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like it tastes good. Like uh, that, that's how I measure my like goodness scale. Like what good food is, uh, food that tastes scale. good. That's what I'm saying. Now, I want to right, revert. Well let's, well, let's, well, first, well, let's ask Gabby what a typical pregame meal is for you. Oh, that's like, what's, what do you, that's, a, that's something I think a lot of people will be interested in. Yeah, great, great question. Uh, it kind of depends on where we are. So in the bubble, we got a lot of pregame meals from the actual like hotel, and usually that's kind of what we do. Um, oh God, you guys! One time, <laughs> okay, last year we had PF Chang's twice last year. Okay, oh, everyone was shitting themselves in the game, right? So like the court smelled terrible. People were farting. The like they in it, it disgusting, you guys. I didn't have it because like I don't eat the chicken or whatever, but everyone else was dying. Those are also the only two matches that we lost uh, in season one. So we don't do that anymore. But basically, if I'm honest, uh, I'm not a big pasta girl. So I'll just have like a big plate of uh, veggies, maybe some salad and then like a piece of bread. But I, only, I try to keep it light because right before the match, I'll have like a banana and peanut butter, you know? Do you eat like, that's a lot, fine. like usually? What, what, what? 
Do you like eat a lot usually? Like, I feel like that wouldn't like fill me up. Uh, kinda, yeah. Somewhat. I don't know if that's you like playing question. full. That's another question. Some people yeah. don't like. Okay, okay. I saw my brother. Uh, things before and Micah said like he doesn't like to eat or he doesn't eat before games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does not. Yeah, yeah. For I me, he's like, weird. For, that's why. Know. That's why he fell off the edge of the earth because he doesn't eat. He did, that's what he. That's what we could have said. We were debating before. What can we tell her why Mike isn't here? That's what we could have said. That he died of starvation. <laughs> he didn't eat. <laughs> nice. No, for me, like for me, like I don't know. I once ate a huge burrito from Whole Foods forty five minutes before first serve, and I was like. Almost puking on the, on the on the floor. We won the match. It's okay. There have been plenty of times like that. All right, but back. I want to talk about one more thing about the national championship because I gotta I gotta get mentally in your shoes because I want to accomplish what you guys accomplished last week, yeah. or a couple days ago, I guess. Yeah. Uh, first things first. You're the only person on this podcast who's actually won a national championship. Uh, we've all lost them. Good times. Um, but the biggest thing is like going to the the, the national championship. I mean, this is. The first question too I have is, I remember uh, your outside was like, "Hey, uh, like, are you ready to win a national championship to your coach?" I remember that was like a big story that I kept hearing, like, and everyone's saying. But when I was hearing that, and I'm not nothing, I get to knock you into you guys, but I'm saying, the other side was probably saying the same exact thing though. It was just whoever's gonna win is gonna get that story <laughs> told about him. Like I was hearing that, I was like, I was like, I was like, I imagine they're like saying the same exact thing or something like that. Like a sisterhood, like we've been through it all, and then. You know, and like that's and that's what I learned. Like I remember I was like going in and I was like going into the championship. I was like, this is the, this is the day. You know, I find my two hours later, I find myself crying in my brother's arms for the next hour, hour and a half. Like, like I remember, like it's all about like, I don't know. But you guys won, so you guys have that story and congratulate you. But second question, well, I guess wait, wait, let me second. go on that about that real quick. So okay, first of all, Madison like changed our culture. Like when we came back mm-hmm. it, or after last season. She listened to a podcast over quarantine and she like came back and she's like, Is that our podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Wait, uh, listen. It's, if you like, can't handle <laughs> Straight facts. <laughs> it was Sorry, continue, continue. You can't talk about if, it was when, you know? So we changed the whole verbiage of like, all right, when we make it to the final four. And I'm not going to lie, probably this amount of people believe that we were a hundred percent going to be in the final four. Right. And we all had like, yeah, we'll probably, and like, we hope, but it wasn't like a, we know for sure. So that was something that, that changed. And then number two, you guys, when we're not, when I'm talking about like the national championship, so I was a, a normal American. And when we did that, we got to watch the uh, final four, like my senior year of high school. And I just remember sitting in the stands we had like really cool seats. It was awesome. But we were sitting in the stand and I just remember thinking like, wow, I would be so nervous to be in this moment. Like, I wonder what they're thinking about in the locker room. I wonder how they're preparing mentally. Like I'm thinking on server receive, I'm shaking. You know what I mean? But going into the, that match, it felt like I was playing Georgia across the net. Now, when we played in the final four, it was major like, distance Georgia. Oh my no, God, no, Gabby. No, no. Ooh, roast of Georgia. You know what I mean? But in the, even in the national championship, like it was no different. And I think that was something that's super cool. And I like, I want to live to tell. It's like, if you are in that position and you feel that comfortable, like you should be confident that you're going to win. You know what I mean? Right. But I was right. asking the same questions to my teammates. I was like, are like the more I watched, the more film I watched, the more confident I got that we were going to win. Not that they weren't good, but just, we are so skilled 
and like play so well out of system our outsides are freaking bomb out of system so i was just like if we can at least serve and pass out serve pass them which we should have and then put up a decent block like we should win 100 percent. but i was asking my teammates like do you guys think that they are gonna win like they think they're gonna win because i'm like no way you know what i mean Hey, no, like you're saying Texas, you're asking. If Texas yeah, I was asking my teammates. I was like, do you think Texas thinks that they're going to win? Yeah. Do you, you you don't think they thought they were going to win? Well, I was just like, no way. They like, oh, we got it in the bag. I'm thinking no way. But you everyone know. else was like, oh, they definitely think that. Like, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, because like they may not think it's in the bag, but they're like, okay, we're going we're gonna to win this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Maybe. I get I mean, you know better than I do. You played them. Shit. Yeah. What do I know? I just watched the game. I was just a when spectator. I was one of their uh, their teammates, she said that uh, that yeah, everybody was like, yeah, we're gonna win this. But she said she did like feel the underlying like, like I don't know. I, this, I mean, no. that's that's just a normal. That's just a, I just started like three seconds in a row right there. But that's the thing about like when you because Texas has been in the national championship for so long in the final four, but then they haven't gotten it done a lot of the time. So that monkey off that back's like big. And I think Hawaii's were in that situation. BYU's in that situation, uh, wherever like they've been there, but just haven't gotten it done. So I think Kentucky, even like being for your first time, sometimes it's good because it's just your first time there, and you're just like, yeah. I mean, but you guys have such a strong core. I was surprised by like always, no matter where. The difference between you and Texas was like you guys were always like putting it, like I said, out of system. Major shout out to out of system, uh, in the right location all the time, even when off the net, and that's what. And you guys are hitters are well, you guys are the number one hitting team in the country, right? I mean, yeah, it's easy. I'll be honest, I I hadn't seen much of Allie. I was crazy impressed by her swing. Like, her mechanics on her swing, it's crazy. She has a really nice approach, a nice swing. I was Talk to me. impressed. Her transition is unbelievable. I mean, how did you I, – I just kept thinking to myself, like, Kentucky, like, how good were you guys when you get when you first got there? Like, when you were getting recruited there, how good was Kentucky? That's so funny you asked. All right, Allie and I were having a conversation. I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say, say it. it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Allie and I were having a conversation in the sauna after <laughs> we all went out that night uh, that we went. Of course, as you so should. Sauna the next morning, and she's like, Gab, I don't know. I was talking to Cam, our, our backup setter, and we are like, we had come to Kentucky to win a national championship. Like, we can't – she was like, I came to Kentucky because I wanted to hit, and no big team team was going to let me hit, you know? And I was thinking, like, I came to Kentucky because it's known for Libero U, but I was thinking, like, I don't even know if I'm going to be that good, you know? So we get here and obviously Madison is amazing. So she's like, yeah, I came here because I wanted to win a national championship. And that's been her like story. Me and Allie, not really. So uh, when we got there though, our seniors were super good. We had Kaz Brown. Um, do you guys remember her? I think, I believe I do. The name awesome. rings a bell. Okay. Uh, we had Ashley Dushek. She was ahead of me. Um, she was the three-time SEC Libera the year before I. Uh, so we had some really good seniors that were, like, physically really good, skilled, and things like that. But then you had us as freshmen. Like, God, freshmen playing, I just want to, like, you know, sometimes. Which our freshmen did really, really well um, towards the end of the season. So it's great. Shout-out to them. But uh, so it really, you know, when we got in, when we came in, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was. But the biggest thing that's different is the culture. So, like, there were some people, most of the team when I got there were locked in and, like, going towards the same goal. Mm -hmm. But you had a group that was going the opposite way, right? And that was, like, a, I don't want to be here. This is too much. This is hard, blah, 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 which I get. Totally get it. 
But this year, there was not one person on our team that was not going in the exact same direction, and everybody was so bought in. Um, and I think that was probably the difference. So, were you guys? Because you mentioned a few names there, but were you, were you all high end? Like, were you and were you and Ali high end recruits at all, or no? Uh, I think I was like twenty fifth or so. Something. So you guys were like high end, like higher end recruits, right? Yeah, Maddox was like one or two. Avery was maybe I was like fifteen. I don't know. Uh, my recruiting class was like fifth, maybe. Uh, but I don't think the senior class was that high. I don't know. They developed pretty good. So, so, so how how they get so many? Like, cause Kentucky. I mean, you said they were good, but they weren't. They're heading in the right direction, but they weren't quite there. So, how did Kentucky? Because I kept thinking to myself, I was like, four years ago, Kentucky, right? Because I heard started hearing about them, a decent team, but like nowhere near the level that they are now. I was like, how do they get such high? I mean, what? What sold you guys? I mean, once you guys got the your freshman class, now your senior class, I'm sure it was a lot easier getting, right, the other Skinner sister, uh, along with probably other recruits. Um, but like, what was like that sold you guys? Like, was it the coach? Like, I mean, I'm sure you guys have a love for your coach. Maybe you don't have a love for your coach. I don't know, because it can be like that sometimes. Or like, what yeah. was it? Yeah, uh, definitely the people. So when I was looking at recruiting, first of all, I was like, I don't want to play for a woman. No offense to women, but why is that? We're way more emotional. We're ups and down. I want to come to practice, and I don't want my coach being a bitch, being bitchy just because she had a bad day. You know what I mean? Have you had and that it, experience with that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so overall, you prefer male coach. Is that most females? I mean, that you've met, or like, what is what is the consensus? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and again, no, no offense to women at all. It, it's just I think I think women better than men. And now I've talked to a bunch of. Uh, guys that play basketball and, and volleyball and things and they're like honestly it would probably be beneficial if like a woman was our coach too I don't know how you guys feel about that but um, way. But yeah so anyways first of all I was looking at I wanted a male coach and then from there it, when I was in club like we switched coaches every year some coach or clubs do it different than that where you kind of stick with a coach throughout but we switches switch coaches every year so I'm thinking I can't put up with one coach for a year. Like I got to freaking love these people to be putting up with them for four years. Uh, so when I was looking at it, just the coaching staff. And if right. I'm going to be honest, if you ask like, who's your volleyball coach, it would be our assistant coach, Anders Nelson. Then you yeah. have like Craig, who's the face of it. Who's like the dad and the motivational guy, but Anders Nelson does it all. He is the goat. So any middle that's, looking at and wants to be trained really well, come go to Kentucky because honors will make you a baller. I mean, that's how it usually is, yeah. I mean, Joe I mean, Joe in pro as well, right? Uh, it's usually the assistant coach that, I mean, the head coaches, when you reach the higher levels, I feel like the head coach is more the manager, kind of the businessman, takes care of the other stuff. And the assistant or the assistants are the ones that kind of skill work and skill-based stuff. And I think that's like a shocker for most people when they enter college, whether they go to the pros or higher level. All in, all intergalactic. I don't know why I said higher than pros because there's nothing really higher than pros. Uh, uh, but I think that's what people realize. It's a, kind of a wake-up call. They're like, oh, wait, it's not our head coach. It's our assistant coach. It's really working a lot with me. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you guys had a good program. I mean, how, I mean, now that we're on the subject of this, how many of you guys are returning? I mean, what's your future? What's the, the future of – because correct me if I'm wrong, everyone got their year back, right, after this yeah. year? That's crazy. That's crazy. Like – like, I mean, what, so what's going on with Kentucky? I mean, who's returning, who's not? So none of the seniors are going back to Kentucky. Mm -hmm. uh, so I can say this because I- transferring. You're having some transfer? 
No, no, no. But you're having some transfer after this year. Who? You just said nobody's going back to Kentucky. <laughs> so that doesn't mean that they're leaving. No, that no. That might so, mean that they're transferring. Uh, yeah, they had a bad year. They had an off year. No, no, no. Me, uh, I'm moving on to my job. I can talk about that later. Uh, I'm going to go do my job. To uh, Madison, I think she's hasn't closed, hasn't uh, been like or solidified that she wants to play overseas, but I think she's still thinking about it. She's really going to – it's going to depend on her boyfriend and what uh, he does and whatever. Uh, and then Avery Skinner, so she got into grad school at Baylor, and I don't want to tell their business yet because it's not – finalized i don't think but um i think she's trying to work out if she can play there or not if it like works out you know and then the other senior is going to pt school so kind of all got a direction and uh just not having pro volleyball here in the u.s makes it hard and you guys joe you know that uh yep. you really gotta hold yep. so definitely so how's, that way, but. so how's kentucky looking next year Honestly, I know everyone alma mater is going to be like, oh, we're still looking good and everything. And you guys still are. You guys have amazing pieces on the, both pins in the middle. Well, Gage, think, just think about, okay, they lose. <laughs> through, I know, but she's in the gym. She knows the backups, though. Okay, true. Talk uh, to me. Talk to me, Gabby. I think they'll be good. I think they'll be good. They have a lot of good pieces. They have a great culture. Um, wow, it's weird that I'm saying they. But, uh... I think that if the seniors can train the freshmen kind of as like how our senior class trained our freshmen, I think they'll be golden. Okay. But okay. it's going to take a lot of experience. Like us seniors had a lot of experience, so we could kind of talk from that. Uh, so I think like if Allie and, and the other upperclassmen that play can say start like taking them under their wing, I think they'll be good. Okay. But I mean, it's going to be hard. Like my sophomore year, we replaced the libero, two middles, or the right side, and – a DS, you know, like you had to restart, you know, it's hard. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, not easy. I mean, all, I mean, four of the seven, wait, maybe like four or five of the, four of our best players. Luckily I'm included in that of Hawaii are all, are all leaving this year. So yeah, my name's Gage. I'm really happy. My name's Gage. <laughs> I got a basketball game tomorrow. I don't know if you guys know that line. Sorry. <laughs> Reference there. Uh, no, but I mean, so you alluded to your future. I remember when you took over our Instagram page, first of all, wait, wait, so Madison's not pursuing USA Volleyball or anything like that or Pro Volleyball. I don't want you to spill all our beans because you probably know more, and that's okay. We don't want you to do that. But tell us what you can tell us about the whole situation. I, I don't know, and I don't know if she knows. And, wow. Yeah. That's wild. National Player yeah. of the Year, just deuces. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I would be shocked if she doesn't play. I will be shocked. Um, but I know that she has found other things she's passionate about, like – Shout out her blog. Everyone go look at her blog, walk, read it, and all that kind of stuff. Drop the link it. in the bio. All right, we will. There you go. Uh, but I think that she's been away from her boyfriend for a while, and um, he plays basketball. And if he goes overseas, I know that she's going to be looking to go overseas and play. So I'll be shocked personally if she doesn't. Um, I think she should. She's a freaking baller. You guys know that, obviously. Uh, but I honestly don't know. Okay. So sorry, Madison, if I'm – Wrong. So Madison is not going overseas. It's final, guys. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> her agent, Gabby Curry, spoken on her behalf and announced. Get a quick question. Did you know that Gage and I are brothers? Yes. Okay. 
because we've had guests on before with our names right there. <laughs> they didn't know we were brothers. They didn't like, even, like know. Well, it was really strange when they told us that. We're like, <laughs> why would you agree to come on here? You didn't even know who we were. And then, <laughs> but the thing is, Joe, we can say it was. I remember we had Lexi's son, and she we we stopped recording, and Lexi was a phenomenal guest, friend of the show. Uh, but I remember she's like, wait. She, I was like, yeah, my brother. And she's like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, my right there. He's literally right here. And uh, like pointing up to the Zoom. And she's like, you guys are brothers? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of our thing. That's uh, that's the whole thing. That's uh, <laughs> Worsley Bros. I mean, I, I don't think we're that famous or anything like that. But like, I don't know. I think if you agreed to come on, you at least know what sometimes. Like, I remember, we, actually, we, we're having meetings now with uh, – some uh, uh, tournament directors like that were gonna go to the tournament and stuff. Remember we had one with uh, I think it was like what was it Podsound Rumble? Remember they answered the phone call. He's like, I'll be honest with you guys, I have no idea who you guys are. Uh, I just spent five minutes on the Instagram. I also have no idea uh, anything about the volleyball committee c- uh, community. And the Podsound Rumble is like the largest two-man grass tournament in the whole like maybe the world. And then he's like, yeah, he's like uh, my associates. They also, uh, they don't really know anything about volleyball. I'm like, how did this volleyball tournament come about? Like, I get, like I told Joe, I just think, you know, that ever seen that Aliens meme with that one guy going like this or something like that? I can just imagine one guy just going, volleyball. And just like, <laughs> just starting a tournament. I don't even know. I don't even know. But, like, right, but I asked about Maddie's future. Tell me about your future, Gabby. We talked about it a little before we got on here. Discuss all that you would like to discuss, why you made your decisions, why you didn't make decisions. Yes. Uh, okay. So basically it comes down to like, I either play overseas, obviously, or I'm going to take my job. So with volleyball, it's not supposed to be a spring sport. So I had plans to start my job like in, you know, January. So, uh, once everything got thrown in the ranch or whatever, uh, I, was now stuck with, not stuck with, blessed with uh, having to work 30 hours a week, also play volleyball and do school. So I came in early uh, to Kentucky. So I graduated from my undergrad in like two and a half years, starting my MBA. Now I'm finishing my MBA. I only have one class left and it's cake. So anyways, already started my job. Didn't know what I wanted to do. If you guys are wondering, I kind of just, absolutely not. No, no. Uh, just something in business. I was like, I don't know. I like talking to people. So maybe sales. Yeah. Uh, maybe marketing. I don't know, you know, management. I don't know. So this opportunity in medical device sales, uh, presented itself. So I started an internship with them in January. Uh, and then after that, uh, realized that I really like it. My bosses are freaking bomb. Um, and so I, I was talking to one of my bosses who's kind of like under my other boss. Uh, and he was like, Gabby, you need to sell yourself to, to your boss boss, right? Like you need to be like, yo, if you guys give me this, 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 then I will be less willing to go overseas. So I kind of, you know, said this, 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 and uh, my boss boss was like, yeah, we can make that work. And I'm not kidding. Like, I was like, what? Easy. No, I'm like, wait, are you kidding? He's like, no, no. So, um, that made my decision pretty hard, not going to lie. Uh, but I would be taking a massive pay cut to be playing overseas. Massive. Huge. Yeah. Gargantuan. Like, yeah. we're not going to put a number on it, but gargantuan. Oh, right. Three so, commas. 
No. <laughs> There's three commas after it. <laughs> no. So I'm just sitting here. I'm like, guys, what's the mature thing to do? And also, this is also something that's been like running through my mind. You always hear like millennials thinking like, oh, you can work the rest of your life. Like go be young, go have fun, go do your thing. Like basically mess around for a whole year and do whatever you want, you know? And I get it. That's awesome. But I really had to sit down. I'm like, where do I want to be in five years? And it's not messing around in Europe without like stable relationships and not knowing what I want to do involved. Like, that's not what I see my vision to be, you know, like I want to be settled down and have a home and like you want a kid by the next year. Understood. I get it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you want five in the next three years. Understood. But at least I want like a stable job and like a relationship or something. So I'm, I'm like, I'm comparing the two. I'm like, all right, well the overseas life doesn't transition into that five-year plan. Like I would want to where my job does. So uh, it, hopefully I will make enough money to be able to just, pay my way to go travel Europe. Cause really I would be playing to be able to travel right. Europe. Mm -hmm. um, well, well, we can solve, we can solve one of those. I think, right Gage? Wait, I, I want to, before I get into that, I have one question, one question, one question. There's two more questions before you like, before you let you get back to whatever you're doing on this, probably eating some avocado toast on this beautiful day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, being <laughs> vegan is way better. I mean, you probably, your body probably feels way better than mine a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so you said you're in medical device sales, right? Have you yes. ever had like a, a device that you got to sell someone where you're like, what the fuck am I selling? You're just like, here we have a, <laughs> a Jigawog 3000. I don't when even I know what. what I'm selling. Y'all are going to die. What are you selling? Uh, I'm in the urology department. That is your urinary tract. You're selling so my, my piss, bro? Listen to me. My job every morning, wake up, surgery start at 730. I walk into the OR. It is literally, I am watching, selling, explaining how to put a tube up your penis. Really? Really? How do, wait, how do you put a tube up? Wait, how do you put a tube up your penis? Like, am I like, do I do it myself? You sedated. Okay, so, I was like, oh wow. That, I thought I had to do it myself too. Oh God. No, but I'm, I'm with the doctor. I'm right behind the doctor and he has like a scope basically. and. Put it or the vagina, either one, but but yeah. And you're looking for kidney stones. So I'm selling like the lasers that break up the kidney stones. I'm selling the the kits to like the tools to be able to go up the ureter. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. You're shooting ureter lasers like up my penis. Is this <laughs> is this where like what's what is going on when I'm sedated? I don't know. No, even... no, no, no. You have a laser fiber that would go through some, like, a, basically, like, an insulated that goes to your kidney. You have a okay. laser fiber, and then you can, like, point it, press on a pedal, and then it, like, breaks up the stone. It's called wow. a lithium. How does one get into penis tubes and vagina tubes? How does one, I mean, like, how do you? I, I didn't. If we're going to be completely honest, uh, I just got a call one day. Uh, and uh, they were like, yeah, we want you to try interning with us. We're in the urology di division. I didn't even know what urology was, if we're going to be fully honest. Uh, then I did a week of at-home training, and I realized that I'm learning about the urinary tract. So I no. went into my first surgery, and boom, a ugly, white, really wrinkly, small penis right there. That's crazy. That's rowdy. I was just be like, imagine that, and you're like, you know what? This is what I want to do. You know, mad respect to you, Gabby. Mad respect to you because you found 
your passion in life. Hey, someone's got to do it too. And I'm sure, like I said, making good, making your life, the uh, savings good and everything. Last question here. Last question. Joe yes. alludes to this. My boy Rado, big fan. Big fan of Gabby Curry. Big fan. I need you to promise me one thing here. Okay, Gosh. Gabby? At least for the next two weeks. Okay. Rado is a big fan of you. Okay. He was talking, in fact, he was talking about to you. No, he was talking to me about you this morning. He was like, bro, like, I gotta, I, he's like, all I'm gonna say is, if he slides in your DMs in the next two weeks, okay, Gabby, I need you to answer that DM. For the sake of Hawaii men's volleyball and a national championship on the line, I need his confidence at an all-time high. So I'm gonna need you, even if there's nothing there, I'm gonna need you to answer that DM for the next two weeks. That's all I ask. That's what if I've already slid in? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, he slid in already? No, no, no. Okay, but can you promise me you'll answer? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Gabby, you don't know how much that means to me. I'm just 100%, I will never do long distance relationships. They are not relationships to me. Not even if he's in Bulgaria. Even if he just. <laughs> what about for a Bulgaria in life? You don't give me a good life. Joe, Jesus, he's not Kazakhstan. Bro. Well, at least you'll answer it. Just, 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 just help him out there. You don't have to continue with it. Just, just keep it going for the next two weeks. Keep 100%. his confidence up. Well, Gabby, thank okay. you so much. Uh, even if you just pull him along for two weeks and then just that's the what next I'm day, cut that's him. Yes, I hope he's not watching this. Oh no, he's watching. Oh, he don't watches worry about for it. sure. Don't worry about this. The we're price probably, is way Gabby, too high. You can cut it after. I'm be honest, Gabby. We're probably gonna release this one as a clip. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And he'll he'll be like, it's okay with me. His he'll date will be made. Don't worry about it. Rado Powerpunov is going to be dating Gabby. That's what we'll title it. That's gonna be a get a long distance relationship. I dig it. I dig it. Gabby Curry is going over to check Rado for kidneys. <laughs> you better drink his water. If he doesn't, he's gonna get kidney stones. Is drink your water. Is that how it works? Yeah, to an Bro, extent. I've been feeling dizzy and shit all the time. I think I'm dehydrated. I gotta start drinking some water again. <laughs> drinking like too diluted with the. Uh, I'm not. I'm going into it. But drinking water is the key to and good diet. So yeah, you should really fix that. Shit. Fix the libero diet is the correct way. Are you telling me the libero diet can lead to kidney stones? <laughs> if you don't drink enough water, if you're not healthy. Well, I know who to call if that happens. Damn it, Gabby. <laughs> Yes, I won't be doing it, but I'll be in the surgery with you. Uh, I want to like What's up, Gabby? Fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> don't I'll miss. I'll be like, please don't laser. Gabby, well, you know what? I was going to say, hopefully I join your Natty Champ, National, I'm not going to call it Natty, Natty Champs, that's too cocky, come on now. Hopefully I join the National Champ Club, but then I learned from the Kentucky Wildcats, it's not hopefully, it's not if, it's when. When we win the semifinal game, and then when we win a National Championship, I will be joining you on this club, and then with the Liberos, we'll have something in common, and we'll be the only two on the show who's actually won it. Gabby yes, Mano. we're all going to meet up and we're going to celebrate. Exactly. All the way, and, and Rattle will be there. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be an awesome time. That'll uh, be so fun. Well, Gabby, thank you so much for being on the show. You've been an excellent guest. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And uh, there's no doubt we'll be we'll be staying in touch. We'll probably have you on this podcast again. You're amazing. You guys rock. 
I love this whole podcast. You guys have made volleyball fun and actually people want to watch you guys' stuff because it's real and it's authentic. Like your video, your explanation about the whole uh, volume turn up thing, hilarious. My whole team watched it. Really? Are you lying? I'm, I'm flattered right now. Your whole team watched that? Romano brought it up. So. Jake Romano. Romano. Not Romano, the fucking national champion, bro. I fucking love that guy. Mad respect. Wait, guys, he was walking to the bar. Uh, I'm not going to tell you when, but he rolled his ankle and sprayed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the concrete gave out on him. So He's a natty <laughs> champ. Who cares? Who cares? He can break his leg, goddammit. He's still a natty champ. Yeah, so he's an athlete, straight up athlete. Good for man. Good for him. All right, Gabby, thanks for coming on. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Gabby Kerr. But before we get into how that interview went, I just want to give a loud round of applause to our co-host, Micah Ma, who came on the show. Micah, my man. He made it, ladies and gentlemen. He did it. He did it. He did the impossible. He said what no one could be done. He showed up. Not on time, but damn it, he's still here. Micah, you know what? I should interview you right now. You're our guest right now. Micah, how how you doing so far, my man? What you been up to all morning? Oh, I've been pretty good. Um, got some rest. Um, checked the phone. Yep. Seen that maybe uh, we were supposed to be up a little earlier than, than I thought. <laughs> Dude, we... But I'm I'm here and I'm ready to go. If you guys are if you guys are willing to have me, bare naked but ready to go. I like it. Like I don't know if uh, I just remember we were interviewing Gabby and all of a sudden I just <laughs> we just see Micah on our on our group text just like holy. He's <laughs> like we're ending the interview. He's like me and Joe were like holding like trying to hold a straight face but we couldn't. Funny shit. But back to Gabby. Back to Gabby here. Uh, for the, I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of recap for you, Micah, what we learned about Gabby in around 30 seconds. One, Natty Sweet. champs, Natty champs, obviously three time. She doesn't get the respect she deserves. She's not continuing volleyball after this year. She's going into hear this out that we found out what her profession is. She's making a lot of money first of all after this when she goes into the profession. I will not disclose the information. That's not up to me. Um, she's basically selling penis and vagina tubes. Uh, that you stick in to basically to destroy. They take tubes and they shoot lasers out of these tubes to destroy your kidney stones. I'm not making this shit up. I swear to God. That's exactly how she described it. So they're shooting lasers. So (laughs) she shows the doctors how to take a tube and shove it. Well, I'm going to use the male genitalia for this. I don't think I've ever used the word penis ever so much, especially on a recording. But she takes the tube and they show how to shove it down the penis. And she... Just gets the kidney stones and destroys the kidney stones. Crazy. Dude, that is gnarly. I feel like there isn't a better solution for kidney stones than that. Than lasers on, sh- <laughs> on sharks. And how did she Cre- get into that? That's what I said. It's one, I guess, I they just know. reached out to her. Yeah, one creepy company just came and reached out to her. Do you want to sell... <laughs> I said the word penis. What was it about her that they reached out to her about? <laughs> you know... That's one question we should ask. I'm sorry, my guy. I gotta get. I'll ask her. So what? What a trap. <laughs> you look. Oh, you know what you look like. You could do. <laughs> and then years ago, there's like a trial period. You have to sell me this. It's like sell me this pen with Jordan Belfort. Sell me this laser shooting, Venus laser shooting tube. Sell me it. <laughs> 
Okay, trial. That's gnarly. Yeah, it's wild. It's crazy wild. So good. Is this even a volleyball podcast anymore? I don't know. It is, but just, I don't know. Anyway, also, Rado's sliding in her DMs. That's kind of cool. And I told her to keep entertaining him, if even if she's not interested, um, for a while, because we need his confidence up for the NCAA tournament. Rado doesn't listen to this? No, oh, he does. We'll, we'll release that as a clip. Don't worry. All right. Oh, for sure. He'll, he'll, he'll he told still. us to. He told yeah. us to bring it up. I was up at 6 a.m. with him. He's like, bro, you got you to gotta give me a like, shout-out to Gabby. I was like, okay, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. I got you, cuz. And uh, just, I'm trying to show him mad love, cuz. Anyway, but Gabby's excellent. She's going to be a – she's hopefully going to be joining us on the tour, maybe, possibly. Don't quote me on that. She'll be joining us on tour. Sorry, Joe. At some point. Not like the whole thing. She might, like, at some point. Um, questions. Gage, I don't know if you, uh, if you find any questions. I'm pulling some up here, too. If you find any, read them. I got the first one. Will Gearin, I want to say, that for sure is pronounced wrong. Quick question for the podcast. I'm currently a club player in my 18th season and stuck between which team to play on. Should I join the open team where I would be second string but be playing at high level or join a low-level team where I'd start but be playing slow-paced? I feel like I would develop as a volleyball player better on the open team, but ultimately I would play more on the other team. How old is he? 18th. That's a tough one. I probably got to go with the playing now. It depends what his year. goals are. I feel like I feel it depends yeah. what you. Yeah, that was my first question. It, it really like if you're trying to go play at the next level, I think you need to play. Ah, I don't know. It's tough, but it depends like what your aspirations are. If you play on a good team, if the team's like one of the top teams in the country, then I think you'll be okay. But if it's just like a competitive team, then I would say go to the team that you'll play on. Like unless it's one of the top teams, like they could win the championship. If that's not the case, then go play. That's what I would say. Um, next question. Gage, you got one? Do I have a question? Yeah. Um, I'm I pulling not. up. I'm pulling up. I have a bunch here. But uh, we've been – hey, what, really quick about the merch, Gage, because we've been getting a lot of DMs. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk about that. So, all right, so everyone's asking about the merch. Again, I am an NCAA athlete, so we cannot – kind of go down that route yet but very very soon that's all i can say i can't i can't say and I, I have to be very very careful what i say and i can't we can't go ahead and start doing that stuff again when i'm in season just, just stay patient but not that patient because soon again i don't want to say like patient like like i can't put check out our on it. check check out our i our instagram stories on our main page what well, some of our old uh highlights it's information's on there um seth parish asks what are y'all's thoughts on the American Youth Development System versus the European one. Micah? I mean, they're completely different, and for a reason. Um, the European, like, for example, I have a French teammate who's been on the national team for a long time, uh, and he left his family at 14 and lived um, in different cities, lived in the training center for the youth teams since he was 16. Um, they all lived together. You're away from your family, and volleyball is what you do. And, and you don't go to college. You At 18, you're playing professionally or you're on the, the national team. Um, and it's just so different because in, in the USA, we're with our families. Um, we put a huge emphasis on education. So we're all going to college. We're not making money. We're um, always, like, putting our education first for a long time. Um, and so as a result, Europeans and – other countries have been ahead of us um, in our youth and junior programs. Like USA never does well on youth teams or junior teams. 
just because we're together for two weeks and we're playing multiple sports and these guys are just living together playing volleyball. Um, but at the end of the day, like I wouldn't trade what our experiences are for theirs. I think like we get a lot more well-roundedness. Um, we set ourselves up for after volleyball um, and they pretty much are, are kind of locked into volleyball for, for a long period of time. So depends on what you want. There's, they definitely at a younger age are, are, I would like, I would say they're definitely better volleyball players at a younger age. Um, but Americans tend to catch up and our, our senior team is really, really legit. So it's just a different path. And totally. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy our path a lot more. I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to just do volleyball. I'm glad I can play other sports and be with my family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, I totally concur with that. Like, exactly what Micah said in Germany the the junior national team they play on a club team together and they play in the first Bundesliga every other year so they pl- they're playing professionals every year but they're away from their families they've already moved away and I totally agree with Micah though like we get so much I feel like we get so much more out of our system um, yeah people more so so totally uh, what, we'll go one more question here um, people if we looked over your question please just shoot us another DM we'll uh, we try we get a ton now because you guys are freaking awesome we have a bunch of people listening a bunch of people writing questions so please just like if we skipped over it we always try to write them down screenshot them but sometimes we skip over them by accident so if we did just re-dm us it's not because we didn't want to answer it uh anand uh m underscore five um on the next podcast could you guys talk about the usav youth team and how you get selected and what you do i live in canada and our youth program costs thirty eight hundred dollars it is the same for the USA youth team, uh, or it, is it the same for the USA youth team? Thank you. Love the last podcast. Thanks for love. Dude, the uh, Canadian national team is ridiculous. Like, even Kofi had to pay to try out. Have to for pay the team. to play? I have to pay to try out for the team, and, like, dude, it's all over the place. But I don't think they get a lot of funding national or, like, yeah. federally. So I think they kind of yeah. get handcuffed a little bit. Well, the whole USA program is changing too. Like, there's no more high performance. I forgot the exact name. They of just it. renamed it. Like the it. national, national, de- in the reef, development, it's be a reformation. Um, like national. Yeah, what is that going to look program. like? I don't know. They haven't really not. Nobody really knows. Especially with COVID now, it's kind of tough to put together an event like that. Like, like they do with like HP. But um, no, with with the youth national team, junior national team, everything's paid for by USA Volleyball. That answers yeah. the first question. You're not paying for anything. Um, when you're in the national team programs, like the top national team programs, everything's paid for. Um, there's some like developmental USA pipeline stuff that you have to pay for. Um, Isn't there A1, A2, A3? There yeah, all that stuff. Like the original high performance stuff you pay for. But yeah. if you're on the na- like top teams, the U19, the U21, um, if you're traveling stuff, you don't pay for anything. Um, and so the answer to that, yeah. There's other countries. I would say most other countries, everything's paid for. Canada's kind of an outlier. Outlier, like I don't know too many national teams that are you paying for stuff. Yeah, it's gnarly. So, Gage, that's that for wrap us up. Well, like I said, we'll probably have Gabby back on the show again. She's a great guest. Expect her to see us in the vlogs this summer, hopefully, crossing our fingers. But if not, we wish her the best of luck. We'll see you in the near future, guys. Just remember, if can't handle the heat, got the damn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Assistant.